When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heart Blend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls, and those that resonate with my content. So hello, I'm so excited and happy to have you. And today we are going to talk about communication and relationships, how to be better at communicating when it comes to speaking to your loved ones. So I'm really excited to go over this with you. I know this is a big deal. We run into so many misunderstandings and the way that we communicate at work, it's not going to be necessarily the same as the way we should communicate in our personal relationships. So let's dive in. Number one thing to know when it comes to communication and relationships is to know your person. Okay. Know who you're talking to. What is their communication style? What is their love language? What do they value? Right. Do they value space or intimacy or respect or someone to listen to them? What do they value the most in the relationship and in communication? What's their attachment style? Okay. Are they anxious? Do they get clingy? What's their attachment style? Are they anxious? Are they avoidant? Or are they secure? Are they clingy when you pull away? Do they get nervous when you're gone for too long? Are they avoidant? Do they tend to avoid a lot of situations or move away from you? Or are they secure? What are their expectations for how things are going to go in the relationship? And so then I want you to ask yourself the same thing. Ask yourself and know yourself. Know your communication style. Know your love language. Know what you value. Know what your attachment style is. And know what your expectations are. So it is so important that these things are established first, because when we don't know these things, it makes communication so, so, so challenging. So it just requires for you to take some time for introspection, but also for you to become aware and observe the ones that you love as well. So taking a step back and not being so caught in the weeds that we just miss our person altogether. Okay. Now. The next tip that I want to cover when it comes to communication and relationships is to tailor your communication style to theirs when it comes to times of gaining understanding. So let's say you're having a conversation and you're just not seeing eye to eye. They're really not seeing or understanding where you're coming from. They're just not getting it. Now, it's one thing if they disagree with you, but they understand you. But if they're just not understanding or comprehending exactly what you're trying to communicate, practice adjusting your style to theirs. Are they more of a analytical person? Are they more relational? Are they more social? Are they more direct? So knowing those communication styles is so important. So definitely tune into that episode if you haven't listened to it yet. I know it's going to help you tremendously. 
The next tip that I have is to stay on point when you're communicating in a discussion or if it's a conflict or if you're just trying to work through a problem. Whenever you start pulling up stuff from the past or you start attacking their character or you start getting defensive, we really miss the message. Communication is there to resolve, to communicate love, to praise, to enforce discipline. It's there for so many reasons. We want to stay on track. So if we're all over the place, if we start attacking the other person's character or attacking something about them, if we start moving from the area of insecurity, we find that communication doesn't really happen very well, right? The next tip when it comes to communication in a relationship is to be able to receive feedback, but not disrespect. And we have to know the difference. So oftentimes, depends on where we're coming from. Sometimes we're unhealed, really. And it doesn't matter what anyone says. If it's not a 100% agreement with what we're saying, we almost feel like we're being attacked. So we have to be aware of where we are when it comes to healing, right? But understand, is it feedback or is it disrespect? Is someone challenging you? Is someone bringing up something that they've noticed? Is someone saying, hey, I noticed that you do this. Do you think maybe we could talk about it? Right? Whatever it is, if they're trying to give you feedback about how they're feeling in the relationship, or maybe it's something that you do that they've noticed is not really working well in the relationship, that is more feedback. But if they're disrespecting you, if they're insulting you, right, if they're putting you down, that's disrespect. That's something we don't allow, right? So if we are going to allow for us to deal with that, know that we're opening that invitation to receive more, okay? And it's important for us to be able to accept that feedback so we can grow and improve with the people that we're with, right? There's nothing worse than feeling like, you know, something's really bothering you, but you have a partner that's so insecure that if you just bring something up, it becomes a big argument or they start getting defensive or they shut down. There is nothing stronger than a killer of any relationship when someone can't receive feedback and it's uncomfortable and they feel afraid to address things with you. And so it can really bring a lack of trust in the relationship as well. My next tip when it comes to communication and relationships is to address the issues as they happen. Do not let them build up, okay? Right? How many times have you had something happen and then you just stew over it and you don't say anything and you just let it build up and build up and build up and then all of a sudden you just go off and the person's like, whoa, what is going on with you? What are you talking about? Yeah, you know, you did that four months ago. I saw that message from so-and-so. It's like, huh? What are you? It just like puts a person in a position where they can't actually do anything. They can't actually create a solution. And then it just creates this environment to feel defensive. So we want to address situations as they come up so that it catches people in the act, not that we're trying to catch people, but it allows for them to course correct 
faster. When you let time pass and you don't say anything and they're not aware of what's going on, but in your mind, you're thinking it over, over and over and over and over and over again. They're not, they don't even know they did it. So it almost creates this situation where no one's ever going to be able to improve. And then they're going to feel like they're trying to change themselves just to suit you. And it doesn't feel comfortable. So address the situations as they come up, allow the person to show change, allow the person to course correct, don't breathe down their throat about whatever it is that you're wanting change in, allow for them to show you on their own, okay? That's going to build so much more connection and a stronger bond between you without it feeling like someone's trying to control the other person or tell the other person what to do. And going back to the point about knowing yourself, it is so important to be able to articulate how you work, what your style is, what is your communication style, right? Being able to share with people, this is how I work in relationships, makes things so much easier. No one has time to do the mind reading game or to try to guess or figure things out. It makes things flow much easier. Everyone is aware. Everyone knows, okay, this is how they are. I'm not taking it personally. So be able to know yourself and articulate and communicate how you operate, okay? The next tip in communication when it comes to relationships is to forgive, okay? Forgive, extend that grace. Let things go, right? We don't want to hold on to things when it comes to these relationships. We have to forgive. And if whatever happened is so emotionally damaging, we don't want to continue to keep investing in the relationship until that is resolved or to just go our separate ways. But we don't want to stay stuck in that because all the communication that we're going to do under those pretenses or under that way of feeling like we have something against them or they have something against us is going to be filtered through resentment. Every way we communicate is going to be resentful communication. So it's important for us to forgive, forgive quickly, okay, extend that grace. We're not always going to do things exactly how we want each other to do things. We're learning. It's hard to just do things the way you want to do things for yourself, let alone for another person. So just be able to extend that grace at times. My next tip when it comes to communication and relationships is to acknowledge emotions, okay? So if someone comes to you and they express a negative emotion with you, give the appropriate feedback. You know, sometimes we just look at it from our own lens and not theirs, and you never want to be unapproachable or dismissive or judgmental to their feelings. So if you don't understand where they're coming from, just ask for clarity and have a nice, calm discussion to work through it. So if they're coming to you and they're feeling fearful, they're feeling scared, they're feeling insecure, this is an opportunity to soothe them, right? Touch their hand, hold their hand, whatever it is to let them know that you're there, you're with them, you're by their side. Give reassurance in times of fear. Give security in times of fear. That's going to bring the fear down tremendously. And you'd be amazed at how quickly everyone can just get back on track. 
If they're angry, honor their feelings. By acknowledging why they feel upset, repeat back to them, I can understand why you feel upset and you feel upset because blah, 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 blah. And I'm understanding that, right? And reassure to them that you weren't intending to violate them or violate their boundaries. And then share how you felt, right? We don't want to make this a whole like, okay, you're always the right one, right? But we want to acknowledge our feelings too, or add clarification or just share, okay, I am sorry, I really did not intend to violate those things. And gain that deeper understanding of what really caused that anger in them. And just share genuinely where you're coming from. We want to focus on resolving it and circle back later to make sure that we have that conversation if at the time the emotions are just too intense. If they're sad, ask for clarity, give compassion, ask them if they need you to be with them or they would like your attention or like your presence or if they want to process alone. Ask them how they want to handle or manage their emotions and respect that. If someone says, I need space right now, okay. Sometimes when we feel insecure and someone says, I need space right now, we almost take it personally like, oh, they need space. Oh, what does that mean? Oh, they're going to go away. Oh. And all these thoughts pile up. Give them what they need. And I want you to remember that this is supposed to be your partner or your friend or someone that's important to you. And they're close to you. They're not your enemy. You're not supposed to be rivals or fighting each other, beating each other, competing with each other. They are there supposed to be a part of you. They are an extension of you. So it's important that we keep that in mind so we can work together, not fight each other. And if they're excited or they're happy, be in tune. Find out what lights them up. Support them. There's nothing worse than when you have someone that's really excited and happy. Have you ever felt like that? And you're like, oh my gosh, I feel so good. I feel so excited. This just happened today. And the other person's like, oh, what's the big deal? Mm. It's like they feel uncomfortable because you're so happy that they try to quote unquote level you out. But all they're doing is just downing you. They're just trying to reduce your joy. There's so many things to feel unhappy about. Feeling joy is almost a rare commodity these days. So if someone's excited or happy about something, be in tune with them. You know, ask them more about what lights them up. Support them. If we're too miserable to be able to just celebrate someone else's joy, are we really in a position where we need to build relationships right now? I'll leave that question up to you. So I hope that you all enjoyed this episode and I hope that it was helpful for you with being able to communicate better in your relationships. Relationships are a challenge sometimes, right? Even the relationships we have with ourselves can be challenging. However, if we approach them appropriately, we can get so much more ahead. So I hope that you all enjoyed this. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Heartblend Podcast.